Danny. How are you doing today? I'm fine. How are you? I'm living my best life. Couldn't be better. Truly? No, absolutely not. Oh, I was like, damn, you should have led with that earlier. I didn't. What is happening? Like, I just. Listen, Maddie, do you want to talk about them? What do you have on your face? Bangs. We love bangs. I wish I could have bangs. I don't have enough hair. Wow. It'd be like three pieces. That's currently how I'm feeling. No, yours look cute. Thanks. I went to the gym and haven't had time to restyle them. I love Mm. bangs, but like it is such a nightmare waking up in the morning and having to deal with them. I can't imagine. I literally can't imagine. I barely can handle hair without bangs. If I had curly bangs, that would be so terrible. It'd be like three wisps. Curly cues like Superman. You got your hair done, didn't you? Yeah, I got it cut. Haircut queens. Haircut queens. I got a long layered cut that I always get. Nothing ever different. Because we want to have long hair and then we'll do something crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you're working on the growth. Yeah, we gotta grow. you know, you're gonna dye it a fun color someday soon. Someday soon. I can't wait. As soon as all these start supporting us. Yeah. Guys, any anytime you want to share our podcast or influence your friends to listen, that would be great because that's the only way we're going to be able to dye my hair purple. That's what I'm saying. If you want Hannah to have purple hair, share this podcast, please, because then it might be possible. True. Um, How can people support us? People can support us on Patreon. They sure can. And we're just, like, trying to beef that up with whatever you guys want on Patreon. So if there's anything you can think of that's some content that you'd want to see or hear, let us know and we'll add it in. Um, We're new to all of this, but we want to try and make you guys happy. So keep us posted. Totally. And, yeah, I was going to say that stuff ideally will be somewhat exclusive to the Patreon. So. Mm -hmm. The more suggestions you have as a patron, mm-hmm. the more you and that select group will get. So we are, we do have posted the edited podcast video version. So if you do join our Patreon, you do get access to seeing the video version of the audio that you're listening to right now. Mm-hmm. Um, in addition, though, for free on YouTube, we have a YouTube cut edited version of the podcast that it's very funny. Um, mm-hmm. And that's on Baby Influencers YouTube. Mm-hmm. That one's great. Um, and we like posting that one as well. That one's a very makes us more entertaining. That's for Definitely. sure. <laughs> I mean, listen, we're very entertaining. Of but course. Sean's pretty funny. Yes, exactly. Um, I am very much enjoying our Wednesday catch-up only. Me too. I think it's getting better and better. I agree. We love when people come on and chat with us. So make a Twitch. Come join us. It's Wednesday nights at 8 o'clock Central, which Mm -hmm. is 6 Pacific time. Bingo. I don't think... Okay, two things. I don't think you have to have a Twitch account to watch, though. Perfect. I think you can just click on the link and watch from... There is an app, but I think it like will open in your browser on your phone. 
And I think you can watch without having an account. You may not be able to comment without an account. So mm -hmm. if you want to be involved in the chat, which is like what we're interacting with, you'd want an account. But um, definitely do it. And if you're like one of those people like us a couple months ago before we really knew what Twitch was, there's a ton of stuff that is offered on Twitch, not just us. Like there are graphic designers that do live streams of their like art and like what they're working on and they'll do question and answers. I mean, there's people working on cars, there's singers, there's comedians, there's talk shows. I mean, it's not all video games. And I think people are still stuck on this train of like, oh, I, why would I go watch anyone play a video game? I don't play video games. Mm -hmm. um, so just know that when we are streaming catch up only, it is a conversation much like this. It's just live and you guys have an opportunity to interact. And it's super fun because now my family decided to watch it on Wednesday night. So the Ganshaws tune in and it's really uncomfortable and awkward for me and everybody else has a fun time. Yeah, I think it's great. Um, reminder that our Etsy store is open. Right now we got the stickers. If you are someone who has either of our phone numbers, shoot us a text. We might have a promo code for you. But if you don't have my cell phone number, well... You're out of luck. Yeah, it's true. Sorry, guys. You got to be close enough to us to get the promo code for now. And then I think our Patreon offers a promo code as well, depending mm -hmm. on the tier that you join on. Um, but you get a discount code with Patreon as well for our Etsy shop. We're trying, guys. We're business professionals here. It's true. We just need and you to get on board. And we, as we like to remind everyone, aren't gonna stop. Yeah, guys, again, well, the content, and it, like, it's gonna keep coming. It is up to you to watch it and share it because, unfortunately, it's not gonna stop. Mm -mm. So, so you better just support board. us. Yeah. yeah. Support mm -hmm. us now because when we're famous and you didn't support us, it's gonna be really embarrassing for you. Absolutely. Because, Absolutely. again, we're not stopping until we're famous. So... You have to support us now. I'm not begging you, but I am begging you. We are delusional and we need help. 100%. I think it's time to post our be reel and I haven't yet. So I got to post Oh, I did. Video. I posted it while we were um, interviewing Alex. Um, we are using an app called Be Real. Basically, though, we're not adding anyone that we don't know on it because we're trying to keep it be real. Um. But it's a cool app and get it and join it and play with your friends because it's fun. You yeah. just post a picture of whatever you're doing in the moment that the app goes off. Um, so it's cool. It's random times throughout the day and you get to see what your friends are doing. It's true. I love it. I'm friends with like four people on it. I've been public on every social media platform since I got them, basically. Mm -hmm. And this is the first one I'm like just only being friends with people I want to be yeah. and I don't know it kind of adds like this little bit of excitement because I know that every time at least at this point since I have like seven friends on it I always see everyone's be real it's not like mm -hmm. oh shit I missed someone's post today um yeah you know, I see it's everybody's it's a cool app it's a cool um idea I'm glad that they came up with it how was your week how was your weekend tell me about what you got going on or what you had 
Um, it was good, Maddie. Um, but I just realized if we talk about everything in this intro, we won't have anything for another intro. And oh. we have to record double intros because we're doing the best we can, guys. Again, we are doing the best we can. So we're recording an intro now and we're going to record another intro later, but I'm not going to tell you who it's for. You guys will have to figure out which one we recorded back to back. Okay, fine. All right. So I guess let's get this episode started. It's a long one. Who did we have today? We had Alex Henry. Um, we had him on the podcast and interviewed him. He is a chit chatter like we are. He has his own podcast to infinity. So he is not only a good interviewer, he was a good interviewee. Um, we appreciated him coming on. Um, and if you want to, you should listen to his podcast because Maddie has been on it as well. Yeah. Yeah. It was fun. He had me on a couple weeks ago and it was the first time I've been on a podcast in a little while. So it was nice to, well, as a guest versus an interviewer. So it was nice to get to do that side of it. Yeah, I bet. It's fun answering questions. It is. I agree. All right. Well, enjoy. See you on the other side. Reese, you there. Hello, everyone. Let's welcome Alex Henry to the show. Hi, Alex Henry. Hello. Alex is a, well, I guess we can, we'll do your bio on our entry stuff. Um, Alex and I know each other from the internet. Alex, did you and Hannah meet at my wedding? I believe we probably did. We at least ran into each other. We may not have uh, shook hands, but I'll have to. I'll have to go through the wedding photos at the reception and find a photo that you're both in, and we can use that as promo. Like even if you're just across the room. (laughs) I mean, you've seen my Photoshop skills and Snapchat. So if you need help, just let me know. There you go. It's true. Snapchat as Photoshop is a game changer like when you realize that you can use it to cut stuff out or whatever mm-hmm. no hey, one needs what do you this. mean because okay, i'm so 105 to my or follow my twitter I'm because a- i supply fantastic art through snapchat listen i didn't know until today that you had a podcast so i'm wow. sincerely sorry and i will start listening as everybody else will start listening to your podcast starting today mm. i can mm. promise you that Man, great interview starting already. Didn't even know I had a podcast that Maddie was on. No, I oh wait. That's when I heard about the podcast. <laughs> yeah. Okay. okay. That's when I heard about it. You just didn't okay. put two and two together. I didn't. All of a sudden, she's put in the Infinity or two Infinity podcast. And I was like, <laughs> wait, wait a minute. You did say someone called you and had you join their podcast. Yeah, and then Ben went, made a special appearance with, uh, I think he was gaming at the same time. So I threw him a little credit in there. Nice. He loves the yeah. gaming credit. Mm-hmm. And yelling. So that was cool. Um, I don't really have anything to talk about other than I feel like anytime I am talking to Alex, it devolves into some sort of conversation that includes OnlyFans. I myself don't have one. <laughs> when, have we only, when have we ever talked about OnlyFans? We talked about OnlyFans. We talked about it at my wedding, at the rehearsal. Oh, we may have talked about that, yeah. Oh, now he admits it. He goes, <laughs> wait a minute. No, no, here's the thing. Okay, so at Maddie's wedding, um, and I'm a, is considered a lightweight when it comes to alcohol. And uh, I had not drank a lot prior to that. I also did not eat a whole lot that day. 
And I had one glass of wine at the, like the pre-reception area before you go and everything. And I was like, wow, holy shit. Oh, I feel great. And then I had a second one. And then I didn't stop there. I actually had a third. And um, <laughs> I do not remember some of that night. Um, I, I think it's called a brownout. I'm not really sure. I don't recall much. I do know I went up to Maddie and Ben and cried a little bit and told them I was so happy for them. That was genuine. I remember that part. But there was a lot of it that I just don't remember. So it could have been an OnlyFans um, discussion. I'm down to talk about it. You just let me know where you no. want to start with that. Where you want to start? No, I think it's funny because our conversation started in the sense of you being like, you know, you and Ben just need to like, like you guys should, you know what I mean? And at the end of the day, finding a partner that is interested in doing mm. it with you just to make money. You know what I mean? What a great yeah. side hustle. Not for me. I'm doing this. This is my only fans. Um, but I don't know. I, I don't really have anything to talk about it about, though. Oh, okay. <laughs> I was going to say, does somebody here have one? Because even if I had one, I wouldn't admit it because my family has no boundaries at this point. So I can't uh, admit to anything anymore. I don't have one right now. I had one during the pandemic and I don't mean to like put myself on a pedestal and sound amazing. I made it to benefit others. So any of the money that I got, we sent it to people that were having a hard time. Um, I was active duty army. Well, I'm still am, but during the pandemic I was active duty army. So I wasn't worrying about money. And so um, I kind of capitalized on OnlyFans because a lot of people were um, doing it. And I was like, well, you don't just have to give me money. You can see my abs or you can see my ass or this or that. Um, I never posted any like just pure nudity. Um, I had a pretty big gay following, I suppose. So they committed a lot. Um, they wanted to see other things, uh, but the most I did was like feet pick, but I ended up making like a thousand to $1,500 and we funneled that out to people that really needed it. And it was fun. I think as an adult, uh, who is in the army, I can't really do that. Um, but I plan on getting out of the army pretty soon and I can almost guarantee I'll have an OnlyFans because um, there are a lot of uh, videos I've had on my phone of, uh, we'll say friends, and I feel like they, it could be good content. And um, I've never done something with someone that hasn't been down to put it online. You know what I mean? Yeah. But like, either one of us can't, or obviously it's usually me because of the army stuff. I have a little too much recognizable tattoos, but I've been asked by a lot of people. Um, oh, I didn't even think about that. Yeah. Yeah. I've been asked through Twitter and Instagram and TikTok to come and uh, create content. They say with uh, <laughs> friends. Um, for me, I'm like, you're telling me I'm, you're going to pay me a little to smash, like to beat those cheeks. Like, are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> And they were like, yeah, you would get like 20%. I'm like, I was going to be cool with like five. Like, that's chill. Um, it's a win-win. It is. Yeah, I get a bust in it and get paid. Like, just one, though, because, um, you know, cancer. But um, that could also be kind of nice. Like, you know, you get some former cancer patients on your OnlyFans. You can say you support the St. Jude's. You know, I'll throw my proceeds in there. Um, but, yeah, it, I think it's an interesting thing. Like, it depends on what your profession is. If yeah. I get into the entertainment industry and I ended up making it or something, then I would delete OnlyFans within a second. But well, I think but you... it all it all depends too. It's like Cardi has an OnlyFans, like yeah, and it makes sense 
And I think that a lot of celebrities that it's like if they've done stuff where there's been nudity involved or whatever, like, mm-hmm. like to me, Jennifer Lawrence, the fact that her nudes were leaked, I'm like, why not have an OnlyFans? Everybody's already seen it. You Capitalized. know what I mean? Which is like yeah. an awful thing to feel like. But I think if you if you're in, like if you're confident enough to do that, because I do think it's a confidence thing for sure. Yeah. Um, well, I don't and you and you have the audience. No, for sure. And I think there's yeah. a difference in like, I don't know, just like how it's approached. Yeah. And what the content is that you're making. I think I would make really funny content. Like I had a, I had a, an idea, right? I think it'd be really funny. Maybe Toy Story parody, right? So you have Woody, who is a, a hard guy uh, down there. Mm-hmm. And then you got mm-hmm. Buzz Lightyear. And, you know, we treat in the Henry household, we treat, um, you know, toys that buzz. Uh, as teammates so Woody and Buzz team up to take on you know whatever obstacle they have in front of them and maybe there's some other toys in there you throw in a slinky uh, whatever. Andy's but, mom right perhaps. yeah and you know when she's been over her uh her foot says Andy or something I think it'd be kind of funny you know and that'd be the content that I want to put out like I don't want to just be like 30 year old gets head like no one wants to see that <laughs> like that's stupid like at least throw in, uh, you know, stepsister or something. Have it be something step, you know? For sure. Yeah. Absolutely. What are you doing, step grandpa? Like, step grandpa. <laughs> I'm screaming. Um, so you alluded, you alluded to this uh, cancer survivor stuff. So tell us, you have one nut. Yeah. Um, tell us about your, sh- yeah, your. Makes shaving a little more difficult. Um, I mean, I don't really need now. to hear about the one nut. I meant oh, tell, okay, okay. tell us about your experience. Uh, well, it was, um, I won't go through the whole story, but it was just interesting. One day, uh, it just started to hurt kind of down in that area. And um, as guys, as I think sometimes girls feel maybe within like their breasts or something like that, sometimes it just feels weird. So I thought that's what it was. And then it progressively got hurt or hurt more. And I went to the gym thinking I can just work it off. Uh, that was a terrible idea. At the time I was in DC, so I ho- I literally hobbled back home. I was close enough to walk, but like it was, I think people probably thought I had to go number two very badly, but it was literally, I could not walk without like yeah. being a penguin. Um, so I went to urgent care and waited an hour in complete pain. And they just told me to go to the ER immediately. And I go there, I wait for a little longer. The doctor has me pull my pants down, which I haven't really had my pants down in front of a guy uh, that often in my life. Mm-hmm. Um, so the fa- like, I just, the confidence was there. I just like, fuck it. You know, I, so, it hurts so bad. I can't be embarrassed at this moment, but he told me, he's like, okay, we think it's either two things. And they said, it's either torsion, which is when uh, the testicle gets twisted. And I was like, no, like, give me the other thing. Holy shit. And he's like, well, the other thing's cancer. And I'm like, Oh, <laughs> Okay. Um, so anyways, I'm, I'm butt ass naked and I turn around and there's a scribe there and just out of the spur of the moment, I was like, can you tell I squat? Cause he was looking at my butt and he didn't laugh. And it just made me feel really bad because I just got told I had cancer and I was trying to like be funny about it. And then no one was just with it. So it made me feel even worse because humor is my coping mechanism. So I, I was just like, I want to feel a little bit better. Um, I will share one quick story though. Um, during the process, they had to do basically an ultrasound on my uh, downstairs region. And I was on a little bit of drugs. I think I was on a couple perks, maybe, you know, what, maybe a Zanny. I don't know. I'm not future. But um, there was this nice old lady that was doing it. And they had this gel and it was warm. And so I'm on a lot of drugs. Um, 
I'm getting this warm stuff rubbed down there and I, uh, yeah, Woody came out to play and I felt so awkward and I told the lady, I'm so sorry, this is, this never happened. She was like, oh, don't worry, you're not the first, you won't be the last. And I was like, damn, girl, like, oh my God, is this, is this door closed? Like, is this locked? What's up? <laughs> um, but no, um, <laughs> I had surgery the next week. They told me not to work out. The day before surgery, I hit chest and I hit an all-time bench PR because um, I said, fuck it. Uh, I, I'm not going to be able to work out for like another two months. So got the surgery. Um, it was very successful. And then now I have a lifetime's worth of comedy. I like to use cancer as kind of part of my stand-up routine because it's dark, but it's also funny. I, I get some laughs. Um, it's been nice. Dating is always weird because I'm no longer at the age where I just kind of hook up a lot. But when I was, um, before everything happens, I felt like I had to stop and tell them, like, when you get down there, it's going to look a little different. And they're going to be like, is it small? I'm like, no, no, no. There's just things missing. They're like, what? I'm like, can you just wait? Let me just. Just there's not two. There's one, blah, blah, blah. And uh, most of the time it's fine. Some are even more interested before. I'm like, oh, cool. So it's been fun. Um, underwear fits a little bit better. I think I'm a little more aerodynamic. Um, so there are some benefits, you know, I can still have kids. Um, good. That's nice. Yeah. Great. And good. Congratulations. did the military pay for all of that? Hell yeah. Hell oh, yeah. Funny story. I was supposed to deploy to Afghanistan a day after I got diagnosed. And so I got diagnosed and, um, I didn't have to go, which I wish I could have, cause I, haven't gotten a chance to deploy, but um, I my life ended up actually having some badass things happen during that year, which I wouldn't have experienced had I not had cancer. So I kind of look at it as a blessing um, now. So yeah. it was interesting. Totally. So you're in the military, have been, I think, most of your adult life. Um, did you... Was that like fresh, like straight out of high school, you got into, like, did you, what was your trajectory into the military? So yes and no. Um, I actually got a full ride ROTC scholarship because I walked into the wrong room at a college visit for baseball. So that was pretty cool. Um, I got my scholarship and I didn't actually think that I had to be in the army. I thought it was like a four year, you do ROTC and then, you know, if you want to, you can join, but if not, hey, here's, thanks for participating in this program, M much like an athletic scholarship, because mm -hmm. I was going there to play baseball. So I was like, oh, well, this just replaces it. And if I don't get drafted, maybe I'll have a job. Um, I didn't want to actually join the military. I, like I said, I didn't really read the contract that well. Um, turns out I had to be in the military after ROTC. So in 2015, I commissioned, which is uh, the officer side of things. So I became a second lieutenant. And then you promote a year after that. And then a couple years later down the road, you become a captain, which is what I am now. And um, yeah, I did the reserves for the first few years. And then ever since 2019, I've been active duty. I've been plenty of different places, but I mainly split my time in DC and Texas. So it's been really fun. Where yeah, are you right you, now? Yeah. Sorry, Where are you right now? I am in, uh, tragically, Fort Worth, Texas. So. That's fair. Yeah. Is it hot? Uh, it's about 100 every day, and the low yeah. is usually like 85. So um, 
I, I say politically you live in hell, but then when you walk outside, you just confirm it. You're like, all right, yeah, it's kind of <laughs> burning. No, absolutely. Okay, great. We're on the same page with Texas. It's been tough dating, honestly. Like having to pull out now is just really not awesome. Um, like Cruz and Abbott, the moment they even see like a sperm cell enter, they're like, you better not abort that. That is a living being. And it's True. like, dude, it's 1 a.m. We just had a couple Oreos. Like, we didn't even mean to do this. So we didn't um, mean to do this. But here yeah. we are. But the consequences are. of our actions. Yeah. yeah. So we have to drive to like Arizona or somewhere. I don't know which states have it. I haven't actually had to deal with that. But um, but yeah, I'm in Texas right now. I spent the pandemic in DC, which was really interesting. I was with the Corps of Engineers. So we were building um the the makeshift hospitals and I was the project manager nationally for that. So that was uh that was a lot of work, but I felt like it was one of the times in the military where I felt like I was actually doing something productive. Yeah. Um, and then DC is just a cool area anyways, if you guys haven't been there, it's, it's pretty dope. Yeah. I love DC. I feel like it's, it's so clean. Like when you're in DC proper, when you get like out into the DMA, it's no. No, no, I, yeah. When you're like actually near like the Capitol and like all of that stuff, it's so like sterile. It feels You don't think so? I think you may have went on a good day because before I was in the army for this, I lived in DC as a regular person. I worked for Deloitte. So I was, uh, I worked for the FBI and then I worked for NGA. Um, FBI is in downtown, the J. Edgar Hoover building. It's kind of near Chinatown-ish. And everywhere around there is just like homeless people and there's trash in places. Um, I think maybe certain times of the year, they make a more concerted effort to maybe clean it up. Maybe that's when you went. But from someone who's walked it every day, I was just like, damn, you could clean up just a little bit. What is this, L.A.? You know, geez. Well, I don't know, though. I think I am comparing it to New York. Oh, no, yeah. not even L.A. L.A. is clean in comparison. Like, when I was living in New York was the last time I was in D.C. And all of us continually walking around were like, it's so nice that they don't have their trash literally just on the street. And, like, you can tell that the rich people that control our country live there like mm. i'll, I'll go with that yeah it's cleaner than new york city but i guess at the same time that was also the last time i was in dc would have been 2018 mm. so it's been a yeah. couple years but even so um yeah and it's i don't know i like dc i think when you get out into the dma it can like be rough around the edges for sure now dma do you mean the dmv is it called DMV? I'm. I DC, mean, Maryland, Virginia. Oh no! I just meant like the. What does DMA stand for? It's like the the metro area. It's a drug. District. DMA is a drug. DMA what drug? means. DMA. Uh, it, it's like a. <laughs> like Let's city. Wait, I'm looking up what it actually means. Because it's like, like each state has a DMA. Oh, each state has one. Yeah, it's like major regions. It's like the... It's like the... Major district... Oh, no, you said it's DMA. Designated market areas. Oh. Or like, okay. whatever. So you would yeah, consider where, where like from, the we DMV. Neighborhoods. Well, yeah, but like, so people in Chicago are from 
not necessarily Chicago. They're from the Chicago yeah. DMA or the Chicago land area. Equa, slash, yeah. yeah, 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 like the suburbs. So yeah. LA would be like the LA DMA is like also Venice, Santa Monica, Pasadena, whatever. But it's like people would say they're from LA, probably. Shit, I'm learning a lot today. Okay. I might That's just be using terms that aren't actually appropriately <laughs> used, but I'm pretty sure that I, here's what I'll say. I say DMA a lot in things when I'm relating to like districts. Hey, that's all right. If Great. it's not a real word, you're starting it. You're making the movement happen. So we'll go with that. I think it is a thing. But I'm not no one here is going to tell you you're wrong. Yeah, we're, we support. Yikes. I'm a mess. Um, no, it's definitely a thing. Okay. I don't feel crazy anymore. Sorry, Thanks I had to take some googling. Yeah, know. I was going to say, she's still confirming it, just to make sure. I, okay. <laughs> just to make sure. So, you've lived in Texas, you've lived in D.C. area. You're from Ohio, though. Mm-hmm. So, you have the blessing of being raised in a Midwestern state. Tell us about growing up in Ohio. Uh, it was interesting. My parents divorced when I was like three months. So um, I had a really interesting upbringing. So my dad lived in the country uh, at first and my mom lived in the suburbs. Mm-hmm. So uh, she was Shania Twain, ironically, and uh, Backstreet Boys. And my dad was uh, like Queen and Tupac. So mm-hmm. I lived in the country, but listened to rap and rock with my dad. And then when I was in the suburbs, I listened to like some country with my mom and then, you know, pop. So um i felt like i really got an interesting perspective because then my dad moved into the city of dayton and my mom moved into troy and we didn't neither family at this time didn't make a lot of money so i was living in the ghetto in dayton and then i was living in the ghetto in troy which a lot of people don't think troy has a ghetto but (laughs) i mean any small area has something like that um so I, i got to experience like all different walks of life and um met a lot of different people and then being in two cities i had two different friend groups so i had the blessing of you know having at least someone each place Uh, and then growing up my dad ended up starting making a lot of money so we moved into like really good suburbs and i was able to play on travel teams because we had money to do that so my athletic career started taking off a little bit more Uh, my dad played a little minor league baseball so he blessed me with a really strong arm um, but he's six foot three and I'm five foot 10 on a great day. So I sometimes think he's not my dad, but I look <laughs> just like him. So it's really embarrassing. But Ohio in general, you know, I think it's shit on quite a lot because people are chronically online and don't know what they want to complain about that day. But we had Kings Island, we had Six Flags or no, I think it was Cedar Point in Cleveland. Um, you got Columbus, which has Ohio State, which is where everyone born in Ohio just wants to go and they love it. Um, I know some states kind of have that fight. Like I went to University of Kentucky and people are torn between Louisville and, and, you know, Lexington. But in Ohio, like everyone wants to go out of Ohio State pretty much. Like you can go to OU, you can go to Toledo, Kent, all that things, Cincinnati. But OSU reigns supreme. I'm sorry, T-O-S-U. My, my apologies. Um, but no, it was really cool. Uh, we're known for being really good at sports from a high school standpoint. So I got to be part of that. I won a, a state championship in baseball um i did pretty well in football so that was interesting i ended up getting recruited by a lot of smaller schools but um i ended up going with kentucky as a walk-on but growing up there is neat i think i i think growing from a political standpoint um where i was from in the country 
it helped me not want to be around those people. So I went to a very country school my senior year, um, purely for athletic reasons, uh, regions, for reasons, but um, it was filled with what would be MAGA supporters now. Um, people, it didn't have one black kid. It didn't have, it had one uh, Asian um, freshman, I think. She was on the cheer team, so that was good. She was making friends, but they were very just yeehaw, like hicks, basically, is what mm. the best word for it is. Um, and I quickly realized that is not who I want to be. Like I had Cabello, Cabello, I don't know what the brand is, but you can get at Bass Pro Shops. I had a bunch of that stuff because my dad hunts and all of them are like that. But I was like, I don't want to relate to this stuff. So I went yeah. into college already like a little bit progressive, um, even though I have a lot of conservative ideals. I think seeing how those people live every day, I was like, no, I don't want to be like that. Um, so it was interesting, though. My mom is pretty liberal and my dad is. Uh, pretty conservative, um, even though he's agnostic and my mom is extremely uh, religious. So it's like this weird clash of, okay, so you're this way on this issue, but you're completely other side on these things and you wouldn't expect them to be the way they are. But it was a fun ride. And then I ended up in Kentucky and uh, I got to say, I, I fuck with Lexington, but the rest of the Kentucky, I'm not really, um, not really about it. I like Louisville. Google's okay. Um, yeah, city, it's not bad. Yeah, and like, I've I've only spent time there when I was doing things like yeah. growing up because I'm only in Indiana where I grew up was only like an hour from Louisville, so I had all sorts of like competitions and. Were you Evanston or, or whatever it is, Evansville or? Uh, no, Columbus. Indiana. Columbus, so Indiana. I'm like, yeah, I'm like, and half- then you wound up in Columbus, Ohio. Hmm. Yeah. Yep. George is next. No. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was like halfway between Indy and Louisville is where I grew yeah. up. Yeah. I, but- uh, I did some training at Fort Knox. It's awful. And then I did some more training at Fort Knox uh, earlier this year and I can confirm it's still awful. And <laughs> it's just far enough from Louisville to be annoying. So yeah. I think it made my hatred not, I don't hate Kentucky, but it did not do any improvement for my thoughts. That's fair. Yeah. That's fair. Um, what was it? Okay, so if you could, this is random. Um, if you could give 18-year-old Alex any advice, what would you tell him? Mm, I would say worry less about losing your virginity and worry more about um, being great at something. So mm. I had a girlfriend in high school and she wanted to save it for marriage. And then she ended up smashing three dudes at prom and cheating on me. Uh, that didn't create any trauma that I talked to my therapist about, but anyways, um, I was a little shaken by that. So I just wanted to get my virginity out of the way. And, uh, I was a little scared during college, but I was just trying my hardest. So I was girl crazy and I was, uh, not getting good grades and I went to school for pre dental. So I was going to be medical. Um, I was, quite intelligent no well I won't say intelligent I was smart in high school I didn't apply myself so I wish I could tell myself hey apply yourself in school because nerds get ass after college and that's when it really matters um I should have given up sports I should have focused more on um going to the gym and doing yoga and crossfit and orange theory and things of that nature um, I think that would have served me a lot better. I may have had a different path in life. I may not be in the army or even know any of you guys, but I would have at least been able to, um, have more, 
I don't know how to even describe it. I think I would have done things sooner that I would have enjoyed. Yeah. So like we talked about um, acting or screenwriting and or things like that. I should have been uh, using my time in maybe the drama club or um, something like that because I've always wanted to act. I've always done performances, uh, maybe not officially in high school because we didn't really have one where I went, but um, it's always something that I want to pursue. But, you know, thinking well, girls aren't going to like this. If they see me doing plays, like they're not going to want to do anything. Little did I know, apparently that's just where you get like ahead all the time. Um, so I really kind of missed out on that opportunity. I could have just had the best of both worlds. But um, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I think 18-year-old Alex was afraid to kind of be who he really wanted to be just because mm -hmm. of kind of my dad's upbringing and always wanting to make sure my friends thought I was cool and had swag and stuff like that. So. I th yeah, sorry for the the novel, but I think that's what I would have more preferred. No, I love that. I also, God, that girl, don't drop her name because we'll have to oh. leave it. But it starts with a K. Of course it does, Karen. Yeah, finish She's it. She's married finish and has a couple name. kids. Um, I uh. I forget what her actual name is, but she was um, blonde and. Um, She's, of course, blonde. She was a nice girl. She sure. thought I was. OK, so I'll make a, a long story very short. Oh, here we uh, go. I, my, now we'll know his side and we'll, we'll get to hear the real dirty deeds. One of my best friends was named Jen, Jenny and um, she was going through a breakup and uh, I went to hang out with her and just make sure she was doing OK. And this girl, Kay, we'll just call her K. Um, or we could call her A. XOXO. Ooh. Gossip girl. Um, she thought I was cheating on her because Jenny and I uh, just had a lot of chemistry, but from like a friendship perspective. So she thought yeah. I cheated on her. So then she uh, retaliated and, you know, did all the stuff that she did. Um, and we didn't talk after that for like two years. Um, so that was interesting. The only reason we ended up reconnecting was because I had uh, been flirting with one of her sorority sisters at Kent State, and they found out that they knew each other. And I was like, "Oh, there goes that." But um, yeah, I think she's having a good life, and I don't hold anything against her. I think I'm a better person because of it. Uh, yeah, I mean, it builds strong. Good bonds. for her. Yeah, I didn't know what therapy was in college, so I just uh, worked out a lot. Um, but then I also ate like shit, so it didn't really give me any. Oh, yeah, go back to 18-year-old Alex. Hey, learn what nutrition is. You can't just eat, like, a bucket of chicken and barbecue sauce. Like, throw You were in Kentucky. No, There's I'm only talking, so like, much you can do. Chicken. Yeah, I'm talking, like, in, in a bowl. This is what I would do. I would fry up, or not fry up, I'd put it on a pan make the chicken, cut it into like little cubes and squares or whatever. And I would do little chicken chunks for myself, but I would bury it in barbecue sauce. And I was like, why am I not making any progress? And it's like, oh, because the barbecue sauce was 400 calories. Yeah, not really, I, maybe it. It was, I don't know, but I was like, damn, you're stupid. And then, because that's when people make the gains. I'm like, if you would have just been smart, you would have had a really good body. I mean, I had an okay one, but I was like, damn, man, could have been better. But yeah, I forget how I went down that tangent, but yeah, uh, that girl can 
Yeah, that's tough. That's a really tough situation. Yeah. I have not been cheated on. Not to brag. I know of. Not yeah. to brag. Well, I kind of was, <laughs> but it wasn't like oh. a real one. Okay. Just over the pants? Yeah, I think just over the pants. Oh, that's, that doesn't count. No. As long as that's what I'm saying. It all counts. You know what I saw that was interesting today? This girl was like, the least that a guy can do is unfollow all the half-naked chicks on his Instagram page when he gets into a relationship. It's like, okay, if my relationships last three months, then I'm going to have to go find these people again. You know? <laughs> what yeah. What am I going to miss in that keep you know, quarter? Yeah, exactly. I'm like, come on. No, like, I'm going to keep them. I'm sorry. Like, you you like Ryan Reynolds pictures, as do I. Like, let's have a threesome. Damn, like, don't be so fucking judgmental and selfish. Like, they're not going to unfollow, you know, Chad from fucking college that they're just friends with. Well, I'm not going to unfollow Vanessa Hudgens. Sorry. That's I all. That's all. Yeah. I think that's fair. It is. I think it's more than fair. Like, at the end of the day, like, I'm the one recording you, and we're posting our video on OnlyFans. Like, I'm not posting Vanessa, and Chad's never going to be in there, so, like, Let's let's build this empire together and quit being right. so jealous. Exactly. Kaylee, yeah. Name drop. <laughs> I got to write down when to bleep it out. Thanks. <laughs> so you sort of, we sort of started talking about this. You're into fitness. Um, mm-hmm. Some would consider you like a fitstagrammer. I would say you're more than just that but you're like in the fitness community sort of in the way I am. Except I, for I just, yeah. And I just never, I always did more than niche down to only fitness. So I don't, yeah. I didn't like continue down that, but when, uh, when, well, like what sparked that? Was that a breakup? No, actually, uh, I love this story and it's not like super deep, but, um, I had a really good friend I met during my freshman year of college, but before we um, started college, his name is Kevin Knoll, and he is currently a teacher in Kentucky, and he coaches football, um, but he showed up, and he was jacked, at least college freshman jacked, and we took a liking to each other. I think we had a lot of similar interests. Um, the first day we ever hung out, we had to drive somewhere, and this is like movie magic and uh maybe if we get further into this conversation it'll go into what maddie and i know i'm I'm working on but um i get into this guy's old truck and the first thing that plays is and it's taylor swift um one of the songs it may have been picture to burn or, or something like that and i was like oh shit, my boy, like this slaps, like, let's go. Like that, that is what she was talking about. You know, an old truck driving down the road and like two friends, you know, my hand was on his thigh, his hand was on the steering wheel. You know how it goes. Um, but no, the, the hand part didn't happen, but no, we, <laughs> we were doing that. And he was like, Hey man, do you lift? And I was like, I mean, I have worked out before. Um, and this was, you know, my freshman year. So the, the sting of K was still kind of in my heart. But it wasn't what led me to working out. But um, I went a few times with him. He let me try his C4 pre-workout. The first time <laughs> I took it, I spent the first half an hour at the gym in the bathroom because it's it just runs through you. And I never – I don't drink coffee. I don't really have caffeine too much in my life. So it just wrecked me. But after that, I started loving the tingles. And I started noticing my body changing. Um, I became known as like a fitness guy. Um, 
especially in the ROTC realm, like it was Kevin and myself. Kevin wasn't much of a runner. I somehow stumbled into just being a natural runner. I wouldn't say I'm a marathon guy, but like two to five miles, like I got you um, in, a, in a pretty quick pace too. So like uh, we started getting in charge of doing PT as freshmen, which that's like either uh, a senior or like a, a good junior's job, which is stupid thinking back of, but it was cool for us. Cause we were like, Oh shit. Like we got this down. Um, and then we had the JC, the Johnson center. That was our gym at Kentucky. And, um, I'm not gonna lie. Like we were pulling and it was really cool because I had never had it before. I've always just been the funny guy. I've never really had good looks. Um, I had a buzz cut. I, you know, I was a little overweight most of the time and it was just my athletics. Um, so getting to college and growing my hair out and uh, getting a better body, it unlocked this confidence in myself um, that I wouldn't have had without Kevin. So the tragic part is that he got homesick after his first semester and he moved back to Northern Kentucky and went to NKU and mm. um, met his wife there. She's awesome. Gabby's dope. I went to their wedding. I was going to be his best man, but I couldn't, I didn't think I was going to make the wedding, but then I ended up making it, but I was still in the yeah. groomsmen, but um, so he still let me do a speech. That was really nice of him. But, um, yeah, he moved back and luckily I had fallen in love with the gym already at that point. So I just kept going kind of like in Kevin's memory and honor. It's <laughs> like every time I did a bicep crawl, I was like, for Kevin. um, <laughs> didn't do legs as much as I should have, but, uh, yeah, I, I, I fell in love with it. And that was around the time that Instagram was kind of coming on um twitter was a thing and i used twitter but it wasn't as picture based as it is now so i wasn't using it for a lot of fitness and that was before i even had the account that i have now so it was a completely different audience like i built all of my following based on like hashtags and trending topics and just kind of being funny if you will um at least on an internet sense maybe not in person at that time but yeah sorry for uh, going into that but then i've kind of continue that into social media and exactly what Maddie said, like you're in it, but it's not your only thing. Yeah. Um, I didn't want to just be a fitness guy. I didn't, I, no offense to them, but like, that's just douchey to me. Like, what do you have to offer other than solid muscles or one, you know, ebook that you wrote in 30 minutes and you sell for a hundred dollars to everybody. Like I wanted to be better than that. Like I started a fitness club at my college. I, it's probably gone now, but I started it my junior year and we had a lot of people. Um, I was a certified personal trainer. So I was taking people in the Johnson center and helping them out and creating programs for them pretty much for free. Cause I, I had a good job at Apple. So I was like, whatever, I'll do it. And it just really became, um, a passion of mine and I've kept doing it. Even though a lot of people say after a while, you kind of drop off, but here I am. Uh, doing crunches every now and then so not too bad not too bad do you remember the first social media post of yours that went viral if you will um i've had and this is not meant in a braggadocious way i've had quite a few yeah so, yeah yeah i just didn't um, know if there was one you remember as like that is the first time it was like I have Huge. one that I feel ashamed of. I actually <laughs> copied the tweet and posted it and it went bigger than the original tweet that I found. That was like 2012 and I'm just really embarrassed by it. So I won't count that. 
I'll say my first viral one that I can remember was after a after a shooting or something. I was talking about how like the founding fathers weren't expecting to have a fucking assault rifle and all these things. Um, God forbid your listeners know I'm a liberal now. Um, but I was just like kind of making <laughs> trust fun me. Of them. I think they they know. Our I know. <laughs> but, trust uh, me, you can't. Listen, I am a communist, so you can't. I am the worst one on this call. If anyone's listening and not watching, I do not have a bowl cut with green hair. Like, I am a normal human being. Um, I'm not that liberal. But, no, it was basically just making fun of, like, uh, the right to bear arms and just talking about how, like, they had uh, wooden teeth. Like, I don't think they really intended for people to have, you know, gatling guns and whatnot. And it really raised a lot of... uh, flags in the conservative world so it went viral because normal sane people retweeted it and engaged it and then insane people uh started um, commenting on it and i muted it because i was like fuck it like you know what it was a it was a literal joke and if you're that triggered then whatever so that was interesting um it ended up being more negative than positive um just because of who got a hold of it but right. i will say The first time that my narcissistic self went viral was during the pandemic, and I was uh, running a lot because the gyms had closed, and I had phenomenal abs. Like, I had veins on my abs. I was like, bam, son. And I am the jorts king. I Mm -hmm. will remain wearing jorts until I can no longer wear jorts. And I'm not saying I started it because jorts were back in, like, the 1970s, but I feel like I was the only one I ever saw wearing jorts and I felt ashamed sometimes I'm like damn can y'all like throw some support but anyways I threw a picture in a very well-lit bathroom and I had my thighs flying the jorts were pulled up a little bit the abs were abbing and uh my hair was just flawless and so I took a picture edited a little bit in visco which is my fucking partner in crime love visco and I think the right people got a hold of it and just started retweeting it. Like all the sex worker accounts started retweeting it. All my friends retweeted it and stuff. And it just went hella viral. And I gained like a thousand something followers. And I was like, that's dope. I don't know who any of you are, uh, but thanks for being here. Um, So that was cool. And uh, I would consider those two kind of like my first times where I was like, people saw this. Yeah. Uh, But that's on Twitter. TikTok is different. So that one yeah. is that was really cool. I've I've gone I'll say mini viral, probably 25% of my posts. Mm-hmm. Um most of the other time no one gives a fuck, but that's okay. Uh because that's for my followers and yeah. I can go viral at other points, but um I actually got in trouble for my most viral video ever from the army. It was a parody of Rudy. No. I'm sorry. It, it did get me in trouble, but they found my other video. So I made a parody of Rudy where um, soldiers were throwing their uniforms at me and saying they're not going to get the vaccine. And I was like, okay, I don't care. That's fine. And my commander got mad at it. And so he started looking at my TikTok. And my most viral video ever was I had just finished getting my second COVID shot. And I held it up and I was like, just got my final COVID shot. Y'all know what that means. No more condoms. And then I threw my (laughs) vaccination card in the back of my car and just kept driving. And it ballooned up. It went hella viral. (laughs) I thought it was super funny. It was like at a million views. Um, 
I and, remember uh, they, that TikTok. Yeah. My commander got mad at it, not because of the content, but because I was driving on a military base and recording at the same time. I'm like, fuck. <laughs> if I would have just if I would have just driven like a little further, it'd have been fine. But uh I had to delete it. But that's okay. You're just like Kylie Jenner getting in trouble with your followers for uh posting and driving. Yep, yeah. The only thing that's different between her and I is like when I go home, I don't take a private jet, I just drive in my Kia. So <laughs> a little different um i love it that's funny um i remember you one of my first i like i don't know when i first started following you it was before ben and i were probably together to be honest um because we have another mutual friend a couple of mutual friends um but i remember at one point you were releasing music I do make music, yeah. Um, have you been making music lately? Are you what? Where are you at with that? I have not made music in a while. Um, I've always been musically inclined. I've always been decently okay at singing. Um, not really good enough to be like in a great band, but I can pass. Um, I was in a punk band when I was younger. We did okay. We weren't that good, but um, <laughs> everyone. I, yeah, I fell in love with this girl in DC. And it ended horrifically for me. <laughs> and it actually made me move to Texas because um, I couldn't handle being in D.C. anymore. But I wrote a song uh, about it. And um, it was actually, like, really heartwarming. And I showed it to her like a dumbass. And she was like, <laughs> she was like, I'm glad you're finding a way to express your feelings uh, after this. And I was like, thanks, thanks. Uh, will you tough. marry me or like are we doing it? Um, <laughs> so, so, <laughs> so like are we doing this or did I just waste uh, a day um, but anyways after that I made um made a whole EP I yeah. made like nine songs and uh I one of mine was uh something about a side I don't know, something about being a oh a side piece it's called side piece and it was about being a side piece and how fun it was and how he can have you during, you know, the week or whatever. Like, let me smash on the weekend and have fun. And then it takes a turn at the end and talks about, like, being lonely during the week and, like, missing her and, like, wishing that it could be more than a side piece. But then, you know, it kind of ends like, but I'm just a side piece and blah, 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 blah. And so I try to, like, actually make decent songs that have uh a story or make you feel some way and a lot of it has kind of black bear marky basey vibes to it but obviously not as good like um think of if a toddler uh think of them as toddlers if they made a song that's the kind of production that they had but it was really fun i haven't made any recently just because i haven't um had really the time or resources i'm a little scared to do it in my apartment because i don't want people hearing me i've i've I'm not nervous to do karaoke or sing in public, but when I am in my apartment, something inside of me doesn't want me to sing. And like, I don't want to just you know, sing like this because no one's going to hear me. I want to belt it. Yeah. Um, so for me, like, I don't, I'm doing fine financially, but I don't want to soundproof an apartment. I'm only going to be in for like a year or two or something. So, yeah. um, you know, if I move out, 
to, to LA or somewhere, wherever I'm doing out after the military, I'll probably get a house somewhere. If, well, not in LA, but yeah. Um, I will likely get myself a little studio. I used to be able to play guitar a little bit. I cannot anymore. Um, so I'm either going to have to relearn or find a friend. But I mean, I feel like if, if it was LA, making a band would take maybe like three days. So yeah, if um, you if you want to do it, it's quick. Yeah, and I've I've read enough about uh, the Foo Fighters to know that I could probably live that life. So um, we'll see. But yeah, I, a lot of it was California inspired. Um, like there's a song called Encinitas uh, because I just really loved being in that area, and um, a lot has to do with like wearing Vans and just stupid stuff. Um, I don't mean it's stupid in the sense of like unintelligent, but just things that make me happy. Um, yeah. That maybe like four people relate to. So maybe that's why my music career didn't take off. Um, I did make a couple covers that, um, there was a cover of, I forget uh, what his name was, but um, I posted on Twitter and he liked it and he commented, he's like, hey, that's pretty good. And I was like, mm-hmm. hey, that's dope. So, oh, Bryce, uh, Bryce Fine. I did uh, a cover of one of his songs, Is something about LA. Singer? No, oh. Bryce Fine is, um, like a R&B okay kind of yes thing. yeah I know so I covered that I covered an Eden song um I covered mm-hmm. a couple Black Bear songs and then I covered um uh Nothing Nowhere so that was really cool mm-hmm. uh, so I've tried to have a little bit of range but I don't know I feel like if I actually had some time in a studio and a real band and I could sing I might actually be able to make something pretty solid but yeah. again, advice to 18 year old me, go after things that you want to do. And, you know, I wouldn't be a 30 year old about to start this. I would be 21, which is a little more marketable to people. Cause then I could talk about like 21 year old things and then grow into it. Now I have to be like, my fucking rent sucks, you know? <laughs> yeah. But I don't know. I think at the end of the day, there's a lot of 21 year olds yeah that like need music and art curated to them but there's also people that are 30 years old that need music and art curated for them so if machine gun kelly you know, can transition that's what i'm punk saying like 31 i'm good yeah you're fine yeah yeah um so we briefly mentioned that you have a podcast called to infinity um just give like a quick elevator pitch what's your podcast about so the podcast is hosted by me, but it's not about me. I want to bring a lot of really interesting people on that just make you think or inspire you. So a lot of podcasts, they talk a lot about themselves and they only have one genre or uh, type of industry that they cover. I have a lot of different people. Well, I plan on. I've only had three <laughs> episodes right now, but I've had people talk about their social media strategy, military life, or I've had Maddie on and talk about just her life in general and acting and, be, and being in the um, industry and I just want to bring things to people that make their car ride or stairmaster time interesting. I, I don't want, I don't have a goal of being um, highbrow. I don't have a goal of you know a certain amount of people a week or whatever. I just kind of want to bring some cool shit to people. And if that's every week, it's every week. If it's every two weeks, then you know I don't I don't plan on being someone's favorite podcast. I just kind of want to be there, kind of you know for them if they need it. You got socials uh, that you want to plug? If people want to follow me on Twitter, it's A-L-X underscore H-N-R-Y, Alex Henry. And then my Instagram and TikToks are lifting, like working out, lifting Margs, M-A-R-G-S, like a margarita, just shorten. 
Um, my podcast is called To Infinity, and it's on Spotify and Apple. I don't think I've included on too much other because I don't really have a huge crowd. If you want to listen to it, got a couple cool people on there, and then we'll try to add some more people. Uh, and then in like two years, if you remember this podcast, and I'm in LA trying to work, uh, Venmo me. I might be poor. Mm-hmm. So okay. we'll just keep that in mind. Love that. Love Perfect. That. Good. That was a good little wrap. I love Thanks, it. Y'all. Thanks for joining us. Thanks, yeah, Alex. Thank you for having me. This is my first time on a podcast. You did I great. Not the last. I, I I feel special. So this is great. We'll have you back. Yeah. I love it. Less anal talk, I promise. No, more. Or more. Yeah, honestly. Well, I'll be damned. Okay. <laughs> The further we get in here, the less the less uh, censored I'm going to be. You know yes. what I mean? I have a story if you want to hear it. Well, you're already past your cut. So at this point, it would be an easy thing to cut out. So we're fine if you want to tell it. Okay. So I was smashing this girl uh, before I was dating the That's girl right. that I was just seeing. And um, she had never done anal before, but she was interested in it. And I was like, you going to try? And she was like, yeah. So we went through all the normal steps, you know, like a thumb and finger and then like just slowly easing it in. And uh, we, I, she was loving it. She like, we went to pound town on that. I was like, okay, this is a lot for a fresh asshole, I guess. <laughs> you know what I mean? I was like, sure. I was just going to go slow, but she's yeah. like, go harder. I'm like, God damn. Um, but then uh, we switched, right? She was, she was done with that. And um, we were just doing the normal stuff. And she stops me and she's like, oh my God, oh my God, I think I just shit the bed. And I was like, but I don't smell anything. But it was the lube dripping out of her butt. So she thought it was poop. And I was like, oh, we're good. But because she had never experienced that. Yeah. (laughs) She was like, I think I shit my pants. So after that, we didn't have any more sex because I was like, the moment I heard that, I was like, I think I'm done. Yeah, Yeah, that'll do it. Yeah, but I just thought it was funny. I was like, damn. It's crazy. Wow. Yeah. God, that's wild. I uh, haven't had a lot of uh, experience in that industry, um, but uh, I have heard great things if you take your time. Yeah. Okay, that's so the, the way I tell my friends is I uh, this girl wanted to experiment with me, and I was like, if I'm putting your butt, I'll do it once, whatever. And I did it once. I didn't like it. It hurt. I wasn't a fan of it. But I always tell my friends, I'm like, you ever took a really good poop? And they're like, yeah. I'm like, remember how that felt? That felt real good. And they were like, yeah. I was like, that's how I hear it feels coming out. Now, going in, I wasn't a huge fan. But apparently girls, some girls like that, or guys, I think that's how most dudes that like dudes do it. And they make it work uh, somehow. And um <laughs> Yeah, but I'm like, dude, you ever just took a big, big dump and it kind of like lets them relate. And I think we all have, we're all adults here. So, yeah, absolutely. Love a big dump. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, girls poop on this podcast. Just on this one, though. Yeah, on the other ones, I can't speak for those girls. Yeah, Yeah, I don't, you know what? I I can't speak for that. I hated Call Her Daddy. For the longest time, because I think it was an awful influence on on women in general, because they're like, break up with their boyfriend, cheat on them, do all these things, causing trauma with everybody. And they would just like go crazy. And then they split up. And I think uh, I think her name's like Alex or something. Uh, I think she does a lot better job now. I don't listen to it. But um, anytime I see two girls on a podcast, I'm just like, this is already better than Call Her Daddy. 
And so I just appreciate that. <laughs> good. That good. I'm glad. We want yeah. this to be not call your call our daddy, but like call your call your mommy. <laughs> yeah. You know what? Call your dad and call your mom. That's what we want. We yeah. don't want you to call your daddy. Father. Yeah. Call your real well, father figure. Like, talk to your mom. Yeah, I don't yeah. want to talk to your mother. Talk, exactly. Call your mom. Yeah. Uh, call your grandma because she doesn't have a lot of time left. Yeah. Speaking of not having a lot of time left, I mean, Emmett, my guy, dude. Listen, I'm telling you right now, he'd propose today if he could. I'm the problem. I'm the problem. Oh, Emmett, I'm so sorry. I'm with you, man. <laughs> yeah. She's you should. Owning you the should. Problem. Yeah, I'm. I am the problem. I know I'm the problem. <laughs> I if told I you, I'm the problem. I would pull one right now for you, but. Damn. Um, well, I think we've experienced a lot of growth today. Yeah. Yeah. I think so, sure too. Have. All right. All right. Thanks All right. for joining. Thanks, Alex. Yeah. Definitely. Bye. I'll see you guys Bye. Bye. See ya. What a great episode, Hannah. That was so good. I'm really <laughs> glad we interviewed him. I think it was one of our favorite ones because he talked so much and it was so great to go through everything. It was one of those where I had a lot of questions and then as he was talking, he just answered the questions as we went. Um, so it was nice. It was an easy interview. Yeah. So this is the last episode of season one, Hannah. How did it we get is. here? Oh my God. I can't believe <laughs> it. How did we record 10 episodes? I don't remember anything and I feel like we recorded Cassie like a week ago. absolutely it feels like it's absolutely insane to me that like that means we have recorded for at least 10 weeks yeah exactly how consistent are we I'm so impressed um I don't mean to be a brat but haters said we couldn't do it yeah and we're doing it said we wouldn't be able to do this on our own Well, we aren't doing it quite on our own because we have a <laughs> we have a very large team. But, but we, we brought were, all those people on. Yes, we brought them on because we needed them because we are doing great, guys. We're doing the best we can, and that's all you can ask for. It's true. Yeah. Thank you for tuning in to season one. You sadly won't be getting an episode next week. But the YouTube for this one will drop, or one of them will drop. So you aren't going to be completely lonely, but you will get a new interview for, I guess, a week, two weeks. Um, yeah, absolutely. So you can't miss us for too long. Yeah. Um, and we're basically breaking seasons because of my birthday. And it just ended up working out very well. Um, but we're taking a break for a couple of weeks and then we should be back in September. Yep. Our first episode of season two will be dropping on September 2nd. Okay, there you go. September 2nd. That's when you'll see us again. Until then, be safe, be healthy, be smart, make good choices. Be kind. Be kind. See you next time. Guess you're all caught up. <laughs>